It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jay Basher. Gerald Cook's uh, in the studio today. I want to welcome you to the Basher Hour on this beautiful first day of May 2014. Years going by pretty quick. Uh, we're doing a uh, special show today, and uh, we're going to have a guest on here pretty soon. It's Paul Sullivan. And we're going to break down the Phoenix VA system and their problems, the fiasco. And uh, believe me, they've had a lot of problems. Uh, a lot of veterans have passed away. And it's ugly. And it's just going to get uglier, you know, when they find out what's going on. But uh, what we do know, of course, what's been reported is that they they maintain two separate lists, according to a retired doctor that worked there. And one was a patient list they would turn into, I guess, their visitor superiors to show that their appointment is still for a kept in a timely manner. On the other hand, there was a second list that shows veterans being put on this list and putting on some extreme wait times. And as a result then, of that list... One, to erase and re-record, press 2. To listen to the recording, press 3. To mark the message urgent, press 4. Okay, the second list... To send, press 1. To erase and re-record, press 2. To listen to the recording, press 3. To mark the message urgent, press 4. So we got some background affairs. Send, press 1. To erase and re-record, press 2. To listen to the recording, press 3. To mark the message urgent, press 4. To end that call or whatever we got to do. Message sent. Thank you. Goodbye. Well... In- I don't know what that was, Gerald. <laughs> it, it restarted or, or done something. It's showing, no, it's showing an hour and 24 minutes. Yeah, no, I put a, I blocked it for 90 minutes. So oh, you, okay. So guess we're, still, over. we're still going. Right, so let me get back on track. Uh, as a result of this second list, 40 veterans so far have passed away either waiting on care at the VA in Phoenix. And uh, I know the story of one guy who went to the ER, emergency room, and he was bleeding. And they wrote a note on his notes that said, must be seen by his primary care neurology immediately or ASAP. And they sent him home. They never even called him. And the guy died. He had the stage he had bladder cancer, and he passed away. And, uh, so, it's right now, it's not very good. Uh, I do want to say that a lot of us veterans are fortunate enough to know that we've had other issues, too, to work with. Uh, you know, if you're if you're retired age, you know, and you're doing Social Security, you have an option to get Medicare, and you have a Medicare Part B, and you also have an option to get you a supplemental insurance plan, that will take care of the co-pays and stuff. And, guys, 
that's very important. You're going to pay about a hundred bucks a month for this insurance plus whatever you got to pay for the supplement. But and this is a big this is a big issue. You have the opportunity to go out there and see any doctor you want to in the private world. You know, and folks that don't have it, uh, you know, it's you're basically stuck using the VA system. And, uh, you know, there's it's hard to determine the numbers of who has to use and who doesn't have to use. Now, like this guy here, like the one that uh, I'm fixing to touch on, he didn't have to use the VA from what I understand, but he did anyways. And another issue, too, if you have to use the VA or, say, for example, you've got a claiming process progress for a certain condition and you're just using the VA and you have insurance just because you want to get your claim service connected, Outside medical evidence is just as good as VA medical evidence, unless it is for a mental health condition, which the VA has pretty much stacked the deck against the veteran on that one anyways. You have to have a diagnosis from a VA doctor. It don't matter if you get one outside from the, the most touted doctor in the world. If that doctor worked for the VA, they won't even look at it. So Phoenix is a... Phoenix is the big issue right now. Uh, all you got to do is turn on Fox News. You can watch Hannity and you can watch that other lady. Now, what's her name, Gerald? Kelly? Uh, yeah, I think so. Kelly Files. Yeah, so they're all over it. I mean, they're uh, they're touching on it. Uh, one issue last night we saw was uh, why can't somebody fire these people? <coughs> You know, people were saying they should be fired. Well, it, to fire a senior-level federal person employee, you have to go through several several steps because they've got a bureaucracy building to keep their job. That's kind of like a dealer at Vegas, you know. They, they own the deck. You know, it's time to win, it's time to win. Well, it's time to lose, it's time to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So it takes a it takes a pretty big step to fire somebody. Uh, there's only one way that this issue can be fixed if somebody needs to be fired, and it happened back in the '80s when the air traffic controllers went on strike. President Reagan uh, issued an executive order and fired every air traffic controller that was on strike. Yes, he sure did. And he can do that in this situation because you got incompetence people. I mean. Uh, People are incompetent, and it, and it costs somebody their life. The and, criminals. You know, it's true, and you got to look at other issues, too. You know, our governments and things like that's got a lot of problems right now because they can't even put somebody to death right. Ain't that something. You know, I mean, they... Uh, and then you got these drug companies that refuse to sell the drugs to the states for the uh, lethal injection. Well, they can't refuse to sell their products if they've got their products on the market. The law needs to take over and say, hey, you supply them or you're out of business. You know what I mean, Gerald? Well, I don't know. Why don't they just take a gun and shoot them? Well, they should do something. I like that one dude said that, uh, uh, he said that, uh, you know, they're asking about the concoction and stuff because the prisoners are claiming, you know, cruel and inhumane punishment after they go out and murder somebody to do the same thing or do something and get sentenced to death if they're fighting it and they're asking for what they want to know what's in that concoction 
That's like one guy said. That's like asking whether they're going to use a nylon rope or, or a cotton rope to hang the dude with. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, don't make sense. Uh, it sounds like this last guy, the one they had some trouble with, was uh, what he had raped this girl and then he had killed her and she was still alive. Or, well, he buried or he her. Shot her. He buried her alive. Yeah. And they want the race cane over him. Over humane treatment to him. How What's many years ago? <laughs> when that happened, Joe? Uh, well, them trying to uh, inject him. Uh, that happened what? Uh, A couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Like no, no, I'm ago. thinking when he when he did his crime and got caught. Oh yeah. That's He's probably on death row for twenty years. Probably was. All right, so there's sure, 20 years. That's sure a waste. Him up real good. Yeah, that's a waste. Why waste that kind of money? You know, that's yeah. just uh, system. Wow. Uh, it it don't make sense to me. Now, get back on Phoenix issue. Uh, I'd like to see something happen, you know, a major move across there, VA. And I'd like to see an investigative team get in each, each VA and double-check make sure they have lists, uh, whistleblowers and things like that, like you know, they can come out. out. But, uh, you know, that's pretty dangerous because anytime you know, anytime you blow a whistle on the government, <clears throat> you know, with cloak and dagger stuff's kind of crazy. Well, another thing here, John, here this doctor retires. Then all of a sudden he he becomes a whistleblower. Now mm-hmm. he was working there all this time. Why didn't he say something prior to this? He was probably fear of reprisal, Gerald. Well, I'm sure he was, but does you know. he have any morals? He's got morals, but you have to look at one thing. I mean, there's something going on there, buddy. I mean, you got to be careful because. Well, yeah, you, you know, you got you're, you're you're against the bureaucracy there that, uh, you know, you could disappear or something, or you got out. a family or things like that. You know, it's kind of well, like a well, they drug privacy. Yeah, they, right. they can say he's been violating privacy and put him in prison. So right, they could say, well, that's true. They could do anything they, they want to do. do. You know, you can, it's kind of like I look at like if uh, criminals, uh, crooks. And believe me, they've got crooks all over the place, even though, you know, they've, I guess they don't do good enough background investigations. They've got criminals working inside the VA. It happens every day. Somebody yeah. gets arrested for stealing uh, benefits or or shooting themselves up with medicine or whatever, you know. And uh, I consider the Mexican drug They use our privacy for, issues against us. Yeah. They, I they take the FOIA privacy rule and they use it against us constantly. Well, the HIPAA is where the law comes into effect on that information stretch. Yeah. Yeah, HIPAA's yeah, yep. a big issue. You guys need to read HIPAA. Yeah. Yeah, HIPAA. I guess nearly be called HIPPO. I don't know. <laughs> they, they, const- they constantly say, you know, we can't give you any information because we'd be violating the privacy issue. However, and don't you forget this, guys, you're entitled to name someone as your designated representative to get your information. So you could put it on your wife. You could write it on your wife. She'd know exactly as much as you do about any medical condition you have or any treatment you get. Okay? 
you can amend that to write that stuff. Now, if you got secrets and you want to hide things, you better not say. You better not do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to get back on these crooks, I mean, look at these Mexican drug cartels, man. These people are people come in there to get cops and infiltrate them and stuff, you know. And act like that. as soon as they find them out, they lay that person out in the middle of the street with his head cut off, and they get his entire family and land right beside him. Yeah. Oh, they're ruthless. You follow me? It's ruthless. So, you know, anytime you deal with crooks like that, vengeance is the biggest issue, you know. And uh, believe me, there's always retaliation, you know. Even though the law says it can't retaliate against you, you can take that law and throw it out the window because you're going to get retaliated against. It don't matter. Yeah, I you know. agree with that. They, yeah. They have their ways. and uh, They have their ways. I've seen it in action. Believe me, it don't matter if you even move. They can still get to you. Right. They can. So, they sure can. So what's going to happen with the Phoenix, man? I mean, what's going on with this? I mean, are we going to have a major investigation by an outside agency to go inside there and pick them apart? Because this morning they've already they've already denied they had two lists. Well, yeah, they've been denying that. Yeah. And now... Uh, I guess they got the inspector general down there or somebody. But, but anyway, so they burned the list. Uh, how, you know, it's hard what to list? come up with the proof, proof. What list? That's called tampering with evidence. Yeah, but uh, and they should be put in. It was a list. And, I would like, I'd like to see that sheriff down at Mar- Maricopa County or whatever it is get involved and go ahead and put them all in his work detail. Well, I would, too. That'd be one awesome do right there. But burning a list or getting rid of a list is tampering with evidence. But there's not a criminal investigation, are there? There should be. killing veterans. Yeah, that's murder. Oh, man. That's manslaughter, murder. They're whitewashing lists by saying that we were switching over to computer and... uh, all kinds of excuses they come up with. Oh, they're going to come up with excuses. Like I said, they're going to try to cover their bus no matter what. They've got their deflector shields on. Do you guys know the VA alphabet that they use? <laughs> uh-uh. uh, well, they're at, uh, at the names or whatever they want to call no, them. No, no, A-9, B-9, C-9, and D-9. Yeah. Well, they do do that. Mm-hmm. That's one that's one rule they follow. Mm-hmm. And they don't seem to have a problem with it either. Yeah. Except it. Ain't you ever heard of the manufacturing alphabet? What's A, B, C, D, E, F, E, C, T. No, I'm just kidding, but hey. You got to make light of it. I mean, it's. I really feel bad for the people that are affected by this. Uh, I guess we live in a, a world that's crazy because you know Phoenix is a pretty big place now. Uh, it's a big retirement community. It's kind of like the western part, well, western western version of Florida. Yeah. Beautiful weather, sunshine year round. Except I wouldn't live there if it gets 120 degrees in the summertime. I'm not going to be nowhere near that place. I'd yeah. be driving through, but I won't be stopping. And uh, 
You know, I mean, it's... That, but where's this BA... Uh, uh, it's in Phoenix, where, Arizona. Where does it stop? I, I think it's nationwide. You're hearing about one location. Yeah. I believe they need to go into each and every one of them. Uh, yeah, every son, I want to tell you something right now. Since that new story broke, every other place that had a list, that list was gone. Well, maybe gone, but they need mm. to do checking here. Yeah. Uh, this guy died because of, of what reason? Why this? Uh, of course, they have a way of lying about that too. They say he died because he's old. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, that goes along with the VA's interpretation of the veteran. Yeah. You know, you're not a person. I don't care what they tell you. Oh, yes, you're a person. No, you're not a person. You are assigned a number. You are service-connected. You are a number. If you don't believe me, what's the first thing the VA asks you when you walk in the door, Gerald? Yeah, your last four. What's your last four? Yeah. You know, then they start saying, you got Medicare? And what's it to them? They can't charge Medicare. They're trying to. Well, Medicare and GAP insurance, they want copies of them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give it to them. I haven't. You don't have to give it to them. You know. <laughs> I got a letter from the other day, some kind of blood work I had. Some kind of test had to be read or something. and They said they wanted, had to have my approval to read this certain test. First time I've seen a letter like this, I approved it. They said, if you don't approve it, you're going to be responsible for the copay. They'll send them back the title of copy of the 38, explaining the real copays and things like that. Yeah. I said, no, I'm not. Well, they try every trick in the book. Yes, they do. Yes, and they, they do. They don't sweat. No, they, they revamp. I mean, they... If you get on them, they increase their efforts. <laughs> Someone complains, it's like they... giving them an adrenaline, adrenaline rush, and they jump all over it, you know. It's like whenever but, uh, she was giving her excuse for what was going on, her co-partner there was singing just, just almost in perfect harmony with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something's got to give. I guess I guess it's going to make it today, Gerald. Well, give them another call, Gerald. Right? Give him another call, Gerald. You might think it's an hour from now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll silence you here while you call him. Oh, yeah. Try to give him another buzz and see if we can get him online. He's got a lot of good information about the stuff, folks, because his group is on top of the stuff. I mean, he attends all the stuff in D.C., and it's just he's the best source of information that anybody can have. You know, and that's not just by the veterans groups alone or by the had it membership. You know, it's a it's a dandy to have that information, that resource. So it's it's kind of crazy, but something's got to be done about Phoenix. I think I need to. I mean, they've already been. Somebody's already asking to relieve the you know to relieve the upper management. If you'd like to make a call, please hang. Needs to relieve that upper management. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Right. So one way. I can't believe this is happening. 
it's not just happening there. It's happening all over the country, really. Well, yeah, we really can't speculate that and see until there's some proof in the pudding. Straight, that's the problem. There's already been Legionnaires outbreak, and several died in somewhere in the works. uh, Yeah, Legionnaires, that comes from, uh, like, contaminated water, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, so. I guess they had an old water fountain visit there for 100 years that they drywalled over, and then they took the drywall after drinking out of the fountain. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all, it's all because of shortcuts. I mean, quality assurance is not there. There are steps for doing stuff, people. You Navy guys, if you ever worked on a sub-tender and worked on submarines, you know exactly what steps are involved. You're handed a package to go do your job. It's called subsafe. That's why we haven't lost a single submarine since the 60s when the threshold went down. You know, there's quality assurance steps to fix everything. And, of course, in order to fix everything, especially dealing with an organization like the VA, you can't have the big sister overseeing the kids. You know what I mean, Stretch? Yeah. You have to have a separate group or entity to come in and do this who do not answer to the VA. Well, I don't you even have to answer to somebody else. From what I've seen. Well, it doesn't matter. They still they still work for the VA. Yeah. Okay, it don't matter who you are. Yeah. You have to answer to somebody else. But someone must have the power to fix it. That's the big issue. You know, if we make a car, we build these cars, and we put a bad switch in the car, okay, and the car catches on fire going down the road, and you lose control of the car, wreck and die, then the National Transportation Safety Board gets involved and makes the company do a recall, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, <coughs> what goes on What goes on behind the scenes of that issue? I'll tell you what goes on behind the scenes of that situation. Those, the companies that make the part and the automotive companies start investigating, and their quality assurance teams do it. And... When they do the investigation, you know, they usually trace the defect back to a oh, supplier that makes the switch or whatever. And then it broadens the investigation. Because the supplier that makes a switch also makes a switch for almost every other car brand. So then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Then they find out that, well, some disgruntled employee was mad because he didn't get his bonus or something and. He was putting something in the switch backwards just for the heck of it, on purpose. To send, press 1. To erase and re-record, press 2. To listen to the recording, press 3. I guess. Yeah, I guess he needs to come back on. I guess Paul's not going to join us. But anyhow, um, these things eventually work themselves out with, you know, with quality assurance. You know, there's countermeasures put in place and things like that, and they prove to the NTSB they've got it fixed. Then they make new parts and put them on the cars, on a recall. Of course it costs millions of dollars to do that, but, uh, you know, 
the NTSB's got power to find companies for for, for for screwing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why cannot our own VAs have something like that? Why can't our government have a team of investigators like that, you know, to check out problems within, you know, internally? You know, plane crashes are all over it. Forty people die in a plane crash, what's a big deal? What caused the plane to crash? Was it terrorism? What happened? What caused these 40 veterans to die? Well, John, I think this has been an ongoing issue here mm-hmm. for quite some time, for quite a few years. You know, they just had a, <coughs> uh, uh, a news thing on, uh, what was that, yesterday or day before yesterday, uh, talking about the VA, mm-hmm. uh, where they had these 123 pilots that uh, were shot down uh, World War II. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Germans had put them in a, a uh, prisoner of war camp in Switzerland. Switzerland, being a neutral country, wasn't supposed to have a prisoner of war camp. And uh, uh, here they just now, 70 years after the fact, they come up and say, oh, uh, they never, uh, now they've been denying these poor veterans all this time. you know their accommodations and what have you, and and, and uh, uh, being a prisoner of war, you're entitled to certain benefits at the VA. They they have uh, denied them all these years, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. that's because the number got down. That's where they where they could well, come out with it. the number gets down to eight or nine. Is all left out of this group, and. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, the VA uh, uh, or the DOD sees the light of day. Oh, my land. They slipped. Here's another group slipped through the cracks. Now, how disgraceful can that be? Now, uh, that's the type of people we're dealing with here. Uh, when you're talking about uh, uh, losing 40 veterans, uh, yes. No, there's no telling how many veterans have lost uh, over the just the last few years. Well, it's been the news. You know, veterans die waiting on the information, waiting on their treatments and claims. Well, yeah. How many? What Paul say the other day? How many? How many thousands of veterans die every year waiting their claims to get approved? Well, well what? Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Divide that by three hundred sixty-five. Well, I'll do that right now. That's, yeah. 20, let's see here. 20,000 divided by 365 equals almost 55 veterans a day. Die. That is more. That's almost, that's over two veterans die every hour waiting for their claims to get approved. Every hour, when that, when it, during the, from the start of this show to the end of the show, over two veterans die waiting on their claims. Do you believe that? 
That puts a better perspective, don't it? Well, uh, it, <laughs> it just tells it like it is, and and uh, what's being done about it is nothing. Mm-hmm. That's the equivalent. That's the equivalent of sinking four aircraft carriers a year. Well, sure it is. Now, okay. why isn't something being done? That's just the claim process. And then we get into the medical side of it, and what happened? Lo and behold, if you ain't died, they're going to put you on a blacklist, and uh, chances are they ain't going to treat you. So they know you're going to die. You ain't died quick enough. That's pretty sad because a little over two years, more than the entire number of casualties that were killed in Vietnam. Ain't just just in two years. Isn't that? Yeah, there's. Uh, it, it's. Uh, in well, that twenty years, that's enough to kill everybody in World War Two. So you know it's been going on for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. So people, it's kind of a family issue with me. My brother died last year. My stepfather died. He was a World War Two vet and in uh, uh, Navy, and then he went in the Army in the Korean War. He died waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Did your brother die waiting too, Stretch? Yeah, he died waiting. What was, what was he? What was he in? Did Vietnam? He was. He was in the army in Korea. He was on DMZ in Korea. Well, was he? Was he die, did he die from Agent Orange related issue? Yep. Think so. Did his wife file a claim? Nope. She, because, they split up and. Oh, well, never mind. He can't, she can't file anyway. Has he got any kids? No, they they just don't seem to care. Well, nobody understands. Nobody understands. I was talking to a young lady the other day that I went to school with, and she married a Vietnam vet, and he had a bad heart and stuff and all kinds of problems. And, and uh, he was actually in country in Vietnam, and he's one of these veterans that real bitter when he came back when nothing to do with the VA. And I said, I told her about the issues he'd get served next for presumptives. And uh, she talked to him about it. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I told huh. her, well, tell him to do it for her. Because one of these days, he's not going to be here. And you are. And uh, I said, it's okay. I said, write this stuff down. I said, as soon as he, as soon as he passes away, file the claim. Yeah. Yourself, D-I-C. She's entitled it. That's right, and he just—I mean—so you never know, guys. You never know. So my my father and I put in for DIC for for his wife, mm-hmm. and it's still hanging out there. Right. Uh, He's jump off subject matter a little bit, guys. If if you're hundred yeah. percent service connected, and you're service connected for uh, for uh, issue, and you've been married ten years or whatever. Um, go ahead and fill the paperwork out the 20-whatever form it is for DIC. Leave off the cause of death and leave off the date. Yeah. As soon as you pass away, have have her put that, you know, before you pass away, actually. Uh, you know, if you get sick or something like that and you think you're going to, you know, go ahead and send that sucker in. Yeah. And, ask, and uh, always ask for, ask for accrued benefits. That's a biggie. 
you got to yeah, be proactive. Be sure to do that too, because that's quite important. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to get that done right away. Yeah, you have to be proactive in this stuff. You cannot be reactive. We're a reactive society, guys, and that's the worst thing you could ever do. Reactive has cost this country a whole <coughs> lot of people. Yes, it has. It has. I mean, here's how confident that our that our uh, powers to be are. We had uh, Muhammad Atta and his buddies were down in Sanford, Florida, at the airport learning how to fly airplanes, and they were being watched by an agency. Yeah, isn't that no, no one good and well that they were on the list, you know, was to watch. They were being watched. Guess what happens? The agencies were just like Japan in World War II. They didn't communicate. You know, they did not communicate. They didn't like each other. Because of politics, right? Yeah. Well, nobody passed information along, and what happened? I'll tell you what happened. American Airlines Flight 11 crashed into the tower. United Airlines 175 crashed into the other tower. Flight 77 crashed into the Pentagon. And if it wasn't for the brave people on board an airplane over top of Pennsylvania, United 93 would have hit the White House. Did you know that, guys? That's where it was going, yeah. Okay. All because we are not proactive, we are reactive. We could have hit that off at the past, people. We've got to communicate. (laughs) Yep. So, even though it's been some time ago, you know, it's still pretty fresh in our minds, you know, where we was at that day. It's pretty pretty rough. Um, a lot of people died that day. Needlessly died that day. And they wasted four beautiful airplanes. I mean, them things were, you know, they were beautiful planes and cost millions upon millions of dollars to build. All that jet fuel that caused the building infrastructure to fire retard and stuff to melt off, the blast, and then the pancakes. You know, I remember that vividly, watching them things come down, boom, boom, I boom, too. boom. It was horrible. Yeah, that's vividly, you know. I mean, that's the loss of life. You know, yeah. the loss of life was, uh, you know, in, uh, from the plane to the building. Uh, the loss of life was just—it was terrible. You know who feels the worst about that? Who? Who's that? The families? The person in the South Tower, or the tower they evacuated? Yeah. And hit the first one. They stopped and said, "I'll go back to work. You'll be okay. It's in the other building." Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't make decisions like that. You evacuate until you figure out what's going on. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. So that person is uh, responsible for a couple of hundreds of deaths. Hundreds. Especially yes, the people they above are. The, yeah. They are responsible if they live through it. Yep. So 
That's what I'm saying, guys. We got to be proactive about the VA too. And I hate to say this, but Congress needs to be proactive about it too because all this stuff's been happening over the years. You got scandals, Shreddergate. Anybody remember Shreddergate? Yeah. I remember Shreddergate very well. It was a big issue. And it don't seem as if it's changed much, John. Did anybody get fired over Shreddergate? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, there might have been, but you know, might have been a few promotions. Well, that's, true. That's what they usually do is move them from one <clears throat> side of town to the other. Right, and then the uh, Keith Roberts claim—that's another fiasco. Yeah, and and that one's not settled yet. Well, uh, so you know, I mean, they're, they they ruined the guy, people, <clears throat> for a vendetta because this guy got mad at the VA. That's exactly what, my opinion, what happened, anyways. And so. But they did this on purpose. You know why, Gerald? Because they can. No, they want to get into our psyche. Said, okay, look here, Pedro. We went after this guy. Joe, take over a minute. Yeah, they ruined his whole family. Yeah. And after it said and done, they all were sorry. Won't happen again. We've taken measures. We've done a search, another research. If he wins, they'll probably sue him. I mean, he'll probably sue them. Well, I think he will win. And uh, whatever he gets out of the lawsuit can no way compensate him for what it the damage has already been, already been created. So I don't know. It uh, it it looks to me like somewhere there's going to have to be some a way a, 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 a third outside party coming in that can audit them. Uh, audit the VA and and uh, uh, overrule some of the shenanigans that's been going on. I mean, they ought to be able to go in unannounced, be able to audit them, go through anybody's uh, claim folder or uh, in the medical side of it, go in and 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 check out uh, everybody's. Uh, Appointment status or medications, uh, uh, diagnosis. A lot of times the VA will not diagnose you even though you have something done. You know, you have something. <laughs> they won't Good. tell you. Gerald, I guess uh, years ago uh, they decided to make that impossible, and uh, they decided they couldn't touch that now. So they covered their butts with a thing called HIPAA. They can't yeah. look at your appointments. They can't look at your diagnosis. <laughs> Understand? They can't list them. They covered their butts years ago. Like I said, this is a tap dance, a well-choreographed dance. Well, then uh, legislation should have to be done to mm-hmm. uh, correct the issue. That's where Congress comes in. 
only problem is you can't get two congressmen to, to sit down and talk to each other because they're always going at it. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, what a bunch have we got up there. I'm serious. Uh, and we got some good ones, get me wrong, but you've got so many cronies and, and, and idiots up there that, I mean, God, what's going on with this country, buddy? When they do get a decent B.A. bill, everybody wants to attack all this pork onto it, and uh, they end up, and you know, they have to reject yeah. the bill. Veterans Caregiver Act was a good was a good, uh, a good example yeah. of that, you know. All of a sudden, here comes uh, Harry Reid and everybody, and they're putting all this crap on there about bridges for, for, for the desert or something, or something yeah. stupid. Protect the one feather on a bird or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's bull crap. Yeah, it is. It shouldn't uh, be allowed. They should have gave President Bush a line item veto back years ago. To let them take them stupid crap riders out of them bills. That's the only reason they do it is to keep it from passing. Well, then they sure. can tell. Then they tell their constituents, "Well, I voted for that bill, but it didn't pass." The only reason they do that. I was looking at this last bill that didn't pass, and they yeah. said, well, all these Republicans voted against it. Well, why did they? They had so much pork attacks that you couldn't even recognize the bill. There's so much pork on it that you'd probably get high blood pressure if you looked at it. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> and that, uh, it shouldn't be allowed. <clears throat> That's sad. Well, uh, to me, it's another criminal offense. I mean, they do this uh, to despite, and it's coming back and it's hurting American people. Yes, Not sir. only veterans, American, the whole American, the whole United States, it hurts. Just because they want to be a smart ass. That's true, buddy. I don't know what is going on with this. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, you you talk about mistreatment of veterans in one, one facility, and, and uh, if they are able to get rid of that manager, that, that gal manager over that facility, Phoenix no, no, no. facility, uh, there's, that's, that's nothing. I mean, there's more people involved. There's a whole slug of people involved in this. Well, you have to start with the director, because that's where the buck stops in the hospital. The director and the director's boss at the vision, <coughs> or wherever the vision is. It's the vision. The VA is broke up into like a spider. You put the vision as the spider's body, okay? And then the VAs yeah. are like the legs, okay? You go to the director, you go to the vision, you fire that person. And then you go into the scheduling people and things like that, the ones that, the ones that cause this fiasco. Who's, you know, find out who did what. Find out who, who, who passed the word. Who's trying to, uh, how do you say this? Who's trying, to, who's trying to cheat here? Who's trying to make us look good even though we look like a turd? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who is the person behind this? Whose idea was it? That person should be locked up in the Maricopa County Jail eating bread and water for the rest of their life. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, they murdered 40 veterans. They sure enough did. And the people that was in cahoots with them. That's right. The people that supported them. This should not, uh, 
there is no way one individual can can uh, uh, they can nail the blame down to one individual. This and this is not only one VA facility. This is in numerous VA facilities, uh, and uh, something has to be done. Or they're going to end. Here's what's going to happen. And if they keep this kind of stuff up, they're going to have the veterans of the United States of America marching on Washington, and they ain't going to like what what happens. That's true. That is true. Now we got to break this down a little more. We got more detail on this. Uh, everybody, keep your eye on the news channels and and keep an eye on this because I don't think they got a big enough deflector shield to stop this one. Well, let's hope not. And and get with your legislators. Raise came with them. Say, why has something like this happened? What are you doing to uh, uh, see to it it don't happen again? Or or take well, they'll pass some, back? Yeah, they'll pass something. You know, I mean that's that's really all they can do. You know, because guys hate to say this. You know, it's like. Uh, Secretary Shinshiki. I mean, you know, he is the head of the VA. But they should put a space there. You know, you should put his name and then in front of head put figure in parentheses. Okay? He's an appointed person. And it takes to me that the old insiders at the VA, now if I'm an insider at the VA and I've been there 100 years or whatever and I've got my little clip going on, you know, and I'm acting like Boss Hogg and Duke the Hazard, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's about that's about what's going on, okay? In my opinion, if I'm acting like Boss Hogg and Dukes of Hazard, and they put a new person in over me, trying to run me, well, he's going to get absolutely no information on me whatsoever. Of course, you're going to be polite to them and things like that, but they're going to go around you. Well, the person can't fire you. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Folks, get a hold of your legislators. Mm-hmm. That is a damn good analogy, Gerald. I think I want to use that in my next letter. Boss Hog, VA. <laughs> Boss Hog. Always scheming. Always how to cheat somebody out of something. Yeah. That's true. If so, well, this was alive today, he'd be the true. I remember watching that, and uh, that's a good analogy. It's if Sorrel really Book was alive today, people. Uh, granted, you know, he had a lot of health problems, things like that, but Sorrel Book, guys, uh, as an actor, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm into the acting community because I've got a lot of friends involved with it, but that man was brilliant. One of the smartest people in the world. Do you know that, Gerald? Yeah, uh, you, he was telling me he was pretty that dude. That dude spoke, I forget, the seven or eight different languages. Here, I you have know. trouble with English. Yep, <laughs> I do too sometimes. But, <laughs> but he played that role really good, and uh, he made it made him so, you know. Yeah. So, but that's exactly what's going on here. You know, I mean, it's it's down to the T. You know, because it's always scheming and conniving, and the poor, the poor veterans was the Duke boys. You know, we couldn't carry pistols with these bow and arrows. And yeah. He's always out trapping us, trying to get us in trouble. 
<laughs> Pretty good analogy, but something's got to give the Phoenix VA people. We need something, and then it needs to be broadened into into the rest of them. Yeah, it does. It's going to have to be expanded out to cover the rest of the VA uh, facilities, and uh, uh, they're going to have to have a position. I mean, a situation where they can go in unannounced and audit them and... and, uh, I'll tell you something else I'd do. These directors are similar to the regional office managers, the service center managers at the the regional office. You know, they don't hang around too long. They keep rotating them. I can't figure out why they do that all the time, but they keep, you know, it's kind of like witness protection or something. They keep moving them. Of course, if you know... I think you're saying one of the reasons why. So if you see you get their name on a couple of hundred thousand denial letters, and I'd be moving too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And a few hundred dead veterans. All right. Now here's what I would do. I wouldn't just stop the Phoenix VA. I would look at this director, and I'd go back to every place I ever worked. Yeah. Uh... Now if you talk to enough people. And you investigate enough, and you, you know, you get in there, and you get enough people in there, and you're going to charge them with a crime, they're going to talk. If you start slapping them in jail, then mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to uh, you wouldn't believe what you'll uncover. I've seen a case last year where the court got mad and almost put a VA person in jail. You remember that, Gerald? Yeah. Yep, and that was, I think it was Portion Shicky, but <laughs> this guy, man, <laughs> he's asking for a beating, you know. He's sitting there in the figurehead and trying to argue this and that, and they would have put him in jail. It wasn't his fault in the first place. The case is at the court. It was the regional office that made the, made the mistakes or whatever. Oh, it, it, uh, it never ends. Never ends, and people they can't be that stupid. They can't make that many mistakes. No, it's by design. It's by design. They're not that stupid. Yeah, actually, pretty by, brilliant. Uh, it's something that uh, has it, a natural process that has in, evolved through the VA system, and and it's become acceptable instead of getting nipped in the bud years ago when it should have been. He's the nail on the head, Gerald. Uh, it was overlooked. Uh, you yeah. know, how we just showed an instance here where it went back to uh, World War II. I went back to so World War I. Probably back before then. Well, I remember when they marched on Washington back there and they pulled the thing. Then they, uh-huh. then they, remember back when they marched on Washington back then, back yeah. in World War One. That was World War One, wasn't it? Well, they were called in the military, and there were so many hundreds of thousands of veterans. Yeah, it was, and they wouldn't. Was I don't 30. think they were armed. If they were armed, it'd been different. They'd have kicked butt and cleaned house. Yeah. So you know that's a different issue. Take their benefits away. Yep, take their benefits <coughs> away. Abraham Lincoln would turn over in his grave if he knew what was going on right now. Oh, boy. He would. He probably already has three times since the show started. 
believe that. No. Uh, but I can't imagine. Something's got to give, though. I don't know what. I mean, see, we're powerless, and, you know, we're, 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 we've got a little power in one voice. But, uh, Even if they some, know they're wrong. It they doesn't matter. No, they, 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 it's fantasy land. They, 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 they've been wrong for so long to believe they're right. Now, who would believe? They believe the lie. That's what it is. 123 air, air pilots, combat pilots, uh-huh. all this time, all these years. Mm-hmm. And they, and originally they had them uh, uh, classified as deserters, and uh, they did that to cover up the fact that they were prisoners of war, uh, prisoners in Switzerland. But when they got out and come home, they didn't change nothing. They mm-hmm. denied them all VA benefits because... Uh, they had a bad uh, 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 discharge papers. They didn't correct it. Now we have the same situation. Now this has went on since World War II. Well, I think they'll be able to sue for benefits on that. Well, I mean, there's only eight or nine of them left. Well, they get they can get what they can get. You know what I mean? The rest of them's SOL. That's yeah, the only okay. reason they did this. Now, they'll come back in 20 years, Gerald, and say, guess what? We expose our people in Alaska to VX and GB and every other, and mustard gas. Yeah. After everybody's dead and gone. Yeah, after everybody's dead and gone. Well, it's just like the Veterans Committee in Congress. They're just now acting like, geez, we think that the VA is trying to pull the wool over our eyes. One <laughs> congressman, Mr. Cook, the other day called... Uh, Mr. Murphy, a spokesman for the VA, called for five minutes. He told him, stop talking in acronyms. Stop dodging the question. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, they're acting like they're just becoming aware that the VA is pulling the wool over their eyes, and this has been going on for years. Yeah. Right. Well, no, that's the whole process, Stretch. They're, they know the Congress is limited term to two years, and they know if they get up there and delay and stall tactic and speak in tongues, which is via lingo, and then get up and bypass the issues and tell bullshit stories and things like that. That oh, now Congress is gone. We got a new one. Let's do it again. Okay, well, that's, that's what they by do. design too. Yeah, they got yeah. ninety seconds to to talk. They say, well, we're going to give you ninety seconds. And once that ninety seconds is up, uh, some they move on to somebody else, and uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, sick. I'd put me to sleep. Well, their famous deal is, we'll get back to you on that. I don't have that information right here. I'm not aware of that. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. I don't know Yeah, that. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get back to you with that. Well, what's that one? Uh, it's not dealing with the VA, but it's uh, somebody gets up there and says it's, they're innocent and didn't, do, didn't know anything, do anything wrong, and then take the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> yeah, he did something. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That was over and, the, the and convention that, fiasco. that lady in prison? The, you, I tell you why she ain't in prison, and it goes to the Justice Department who gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, older will say, well, what are you doing? This is a nice old gal here. 
<laughs> it's only screwed over how many people. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends on how many guns you want to take to Mexico. I don't know why Shinseki isn't gone. I mean, Nicholson went just like that. Shinseki so is good people. The problem is, is again, He's still these the leader. guys are figureheads, Stretch. Yep. They're powerless. Yeah, he's... Uh... Uh, let's put it this way. Everybody, everybody listen, likes Jeff Dunham, right? Yeah. Jeff Dunham's one of the funniest, uh, he's one of the funniest ventriloquists in the world. I mean, this guy's good. But he's got his little chair and he sits up on, he brings out Peanut. And Peanut's the funniest thing ever was. He speaks and everything else, but you know what happens when he speaks? He's got Jeff Dunham's hand up his uh, up his butt, pushing <laughs> buttons, moving his mouth. Okay? Then he's got Walter, and then he's got some kind of, he's got Ahmed, the terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got Ahmed Jr., and then Bubba J. You ever heard of Bubba J? No, I A NASCAR not. fan? Yeah, he's seen. I'm sitting around drinking beer. <laughs> they all have one thing in common. They're figureheads. They're not real. They're not talking. Somebody else is, but their lips are moving. <laughs> well, I don't know where it's going to end or what's going to come mm-hmm. of all this. The only thing I know is that people don't get a hold of legislators. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And and still, you know, let them know you're at least interested. Find out what's going well, on. The story on you know, the news and Fox is really doing a bang up job on it, you know, to get the word out there. Because I want to tell you something, guys. We're, you know, we've got three hundred some million people in this country now, and there's how many disabled veterans we got, Joe? It's a very that? small number. It's like four percent of the population. Is it even four percent? I don't. Well, that's why I'm, I'm, I want to go basis four percent. So, you know, you look at that and you say, okay, well, that's very small compared to three hundred and whatever million we got in the country. You know, I'd say we got close to four hundred million here, though. You count the legal aliens. Yeah. Yep. So that's the problem. We're just the not high enough on their priority list. Yeah, we have another killing, you know. Again, it goes in fours, 4%, 40 dead, right? Yeah. So, well, you know, there's 4%. Let's see. Yeah. Two people a day die waiting on their claim to get settled. you believe that? Yeah. Well, I believe it. I mean, No, I two people an I... hour. I'm sorry. A little two people per hour. So we know three is already dead since we started the show. Yeah. All right. Bless your heart. Of course, you know it's uh, that's only a time uh, that's only a, a time estimate. So you know somebody not actually dying right now. Well, there could be, but I mean it's you know you put the numbers together and you divide it out. That's how statistics are done. The VA does a little bit different. They got two lists, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, one so one one list is ones that's already dead, and the other ones are ones about to die. Yeah, and most veterans advocates are on the third list. That's the VA's crap list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm somewhere on there. <laughs> I think Roberts is at the top of it. 
<laughs> probably a guy down in Texas I know that's probably number two. <laughs> yeah, I bet you're right. So, but uh, that's the issues we're having people with the VA. I mean, it's we don't mean to sound uh, negative the VA. Don't give me. There's a lot of good people who work the VA, and the VA does a lot of good things for a lot of veterans. However, some of these issues uh, uh, that come up make you think, "Oh my God, how? Wow, how can this happen?" You know, and if you live in a populated area with a lot of veteran population. Try to get somewhere less populated, uh, you know. If you're in Florida, you can get somewhere closer to Orlando. they got a brand-new VA or somewhere like that or down at uh, the way from St. Petersburg, a place like that, because that place is too busy. Maybe West Palm or something like that would be pretty it's cool. It's worth driving a ways yeah. uh, to get to a good VA. Right, but get close enough to the VA, you know. Uh, I mean, some are better than others. Uh, personnel are better. Right. Now, if you're a disabled vet... If you're a hundred permanent total disabled vet, uh, and you live in a state that doesn't have very good veteran benefits, uh, I know your families are there. I don't know if you're from there or whatever. Look at the rest of the states. There's some states out there that are they've got some veteran benefits that are un unmatchable. Uh, the best one in the United States is the state of Oklahoma. So and, far uh, in Oklahoma, I've I've had. Uh, as far as health care, I, I can't kick too much. I mean, they've treated me really good. Right. In Oklahoma. The personnel are you, just You're in Missouri. Great. You're in Missouri. Yep, but... Yeah, but I go to Oklahoma. If you live in Oklahoma, stretch, you buy a new truck, guess what you don't pay? Oh. Yeah, you don't pay the taxes. Sales tax. Yeah. You know, so keep an eye on these states to do that. Go to the states that got the best benefits. They want you there. You know, so <coughs> I can talk to all the disabled vets in Kentucky and move out, and then, you know, we got an education benefit and things like that, and they give us a little bit off of our, uh, our uh, homestead, homestead exemption. exemption. And that's about it, about it. Yeah. So, so it's not set up totally, totally. Yeah, we're getting a little back. I think that's called the Skype stretch. A little background. I can't hear it. It might be my noise, so I'll mute myself. Okay. All right. Well, guys, uh, it's been a good show today. I wish Paul would have came in, but I guess he got busy or something or covered up with something. So we'll get him back on, and we'll you know we'll discuss this some more. We'll do an update on this in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll plan on doing a show next week. I need to kind of put it together and see what. Uh, we come up with as far as subject matter, but I've got something cooking in the back of my head. So after after the bell rings, I'll be able to do give more information about it. About it. Okay. Yeah, Paul would have had a lot to say too. Yeah, well, a lot our time's about up anyways. We're probably yeah. we're over a little bit anyways right now. So I scheduled the show for a little bit long in case Paul wanted to, you know, keep on going. So we're going to go ahead and shut her down and. Uh, Everybody contacts representatives and demand that they give some information and they fix this system with the VA. Uh, not solely alone the Phoenix issue, but I want everything fixed within the VA, from the claims backlog to the bullcrap denials and to the mis- just just the general mistreatment of veterans across the country. Yeah, you know. just the the VA as a whole. All right. I mean, and tell your congressman that you want a quality assurance team to go in there 
that is a separate entity from the VA. Maybe contact underwriters laboratory or something like that and get them to go in and do start doing audits and yeah. have them answer directly to Congress. Because the VA is going to sit back and lie. You can tell. You just watch a hearing. And when their mouth's open, guess what? They're lying. That's right. Yeah. Uh, just like I told Paul the other day, sitting bull politics. Remember sitting bull, Gerald? Yeah. His first cousin works for the VA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen, guys, with that, this will be Jay Basher along with the co-host, Gerald Cook. On the Basher Hour, we want to thank our technician and our our other co-host, Mr. Stretch, down in uh, the beautiful state of Arkansas. And uh, Gerald hails from the beautiful state of Missouri. Of course, he's almost Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Kansas. He could have been a he could have been a quadruple threat there. And I'm calling yeah. from, and I'm in the middle of the beautiful bluegrass state of Kentucky. For now, that is. But Man. we want to thank well, thank you for attending the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you got any questions about this show or any other show, uh, feel free to uh, PM uh, Jay Basher on Had It or uh, PM Gerald Cook or Stretch on Had It. We'll be able to answer any questions you have. With that, this will be Jay Basher. We'll be signing off for now. <laughs>